one of the questions that we've got uh, very much is should I buy an older home or should I buy a new home, right? Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, this is it's really a valid question. And of course, you know, if you buy a newer home, you're going to have more of the new gadgets, right? Like newer well, more technology, right? Okay. First, I think we have to make a differentiation between what we consider a newer home and what sure. we consider an older home. So to me, when I, like in the GTA, there is, you, you really, well, even if it's like cottage country too, like you'll see homes that are built, let's say in the 1900s or 1880s. But I don't think we, I really can't say that I see older homes older than that. So if you're in Europe, yeah, of course you see homes that are like built like in the 1600s. So we're not going to, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, let's just say, uh, mid-century so anything 1960s is that fair and and beyond is considered a newer home and then anything older than that is is that sort of fair to you yeah I, I think it is pretty fair to say I'm uh, sometimes dealing uh, in the Ohio market with houses that are in the 1920s they're very uh, common uh, 1900s yeah it's a little bit older, but I yeah. don't think I have seen anything older than 1900s. So yeah, yeah, okay, so that's fair. So so let's say, uh, you know, we have like what the biggest difference really is the machine age versus before that. <laughs> so so which means uh, machine age. There are, were actual you know, machines and, and uh, equipment that you could build much faster, much easier. So 18, uh, let's say 1900s, where there was some machinery, but a lot of the times, uh, you know, the, the every, all the wood, all of the, um, the connectors that, you know, you have your sill plates and you have your, your structure of the building. If it's a wood structure, it was built a little bit different. So I'm not asking you to go and learn about that and be an expert on it, but these are some visual cues that you can use when you're looking at a house that you'll know, kind of, you'll get used to seeing when, and of course, public record will tell you when the house is built. Yeah. So foundation, that's really my, my the biggest thing for me is to learn about foundations and understand a foundation that was built in the 1900s is a little different <laughs> than a foundation built in the 1960s and beyond, right? So, and a lot of that has to do with um, poured concrete, right? So when you see a house that is poured concrete, you know right away, it's either done, like it could still be an old house, but the concrete is new and it was poured recently, after the actual house is built and maybe somebody dug it out maybe they dug out the basement more to get a deeper basement um things like that do you see any um uh, dirt foundation dirt uh basements in ohio yeah i do and um well the latest house that i sold it's in 1920 and it had a really big tall basement it's taller than i normally encounter right oh great. Uh, it was full size was it a not a crawl space this is an actual no, basement. no it's a full size you can actually build some you can actually put 
another bedroom, a bathroom, everything in there. Um, like an eight foot height. It's actually yeah. 10, 10 feet. Wow. So it, it's, it was pretty tall for what I've seen. Uh, I love really that basement, uh, but it's 1920. So remember, there is lots of things that in that time could happen, but the house was absolutely solid, right? Right. Uh, I think that what they did is they reinforced the basement with metal afterwards. And yeah. it's like the house does, is not going to go anywhere for another 200 years. Right. And that's the other thing, too. Like a 10-foot basement is not even typical in oh. today's standards. It's usually eight feet for a city house. Yeah. But um, if they uh, underpinned, so that's a whole other thing, too, that they could have dug even deeper and then put a new foundation totally on the house. Like they yeah. may have lifted it up. So those are things that are harder to, to kind of piece together if there have not, there's no permits that have been pulled to do stuff like that. Yeah. So, and, you know, let's just face it, a lot of people don't get permits and the city didn't care yeah. if you got a permit when it was done, let's say. Oh, so absolutely. The, the, the rules are completely different. Uh, right. The houses were built in the 1900s to what it is now, right? Well, that's the second thing I wanted to mention too. So in the GTA, I personally don't really like houses that were built in the eight, sorry, 1980s because the bylaws were a little bit different and they were a little lax, if I can say that, depending on the city you're in. So let's just not say which city. <laughs> But in the 1980s, for some reason, they allowed things that they, and it wasn't a whole 10 years. It was, you know, depending on the city, there were, there were, um, and the other thing that matters too, if it was a single build or if it's a, a neighborhood construction, if there was uh, a development that built more than one house, those are things that you should really think about too when you look at houses. Um, and some of these, and I don't want to say across the board, this is the rule, but in, in the 1980s, depending on where you are in the city, yeah, you really have to look at, yeah. <laughs> you really have to look at those. Uh, so, those so let's go back to the question. Yeah. It's, it's better to buy a, an older house or a newer house. Well, there is good things about one and good things about the other. In my experience, because I deal with a, a lot of older homes, I find it that they're really well built. They're solid, right? Foundation, walls, everything is a very, very solid. A newer home is kind of like, it feels more fragile, right? That it's going to fall down quicker, but it's newer. It has, you know, better things. It's uh, more appealing. Uh, yeah. There's things that are better in a newer home of course, you know, right. you're going to have something freshly done. It's going to look brand new. Uh, but an older home, I, I'm really fond of those. And what you can do with them, because if you change, you know, the appearance, it just looks so much different, right? I agree. You know what? That's the thing. I, I'm really torn. I uh, When I started my career, uh, or even, you know, looking at homes too, many, many years ago for myself, uh, my first two homes were built before 1960. So 
no, sorry, one was built in the 40s, I believe, and the other one was built like early 60s. So very similar construction style. And this is the thing that, um, again, you really don't need to know this when you buy a house, but if you plan on putting, let's say you buy a bungalow that was built in the 50s, and you want to put a second story on it, and you don't want to tear it down totally. You just want to put it on top. These are these are when this is when you start asking those questions. When you say, "Okay, can I? Can it handle the weight? What's the structure like? What's the foundation like? Uh, has everything rotted <laughs> behind the walls?" These are questions you might not answer. You might have the answers to before you actually start taking the walls down because nobody has X-ray vision, as far as I know. You know, there are special tools you can <laughs> look behind the walls. But there's so, so many beautiful things about older homes. The character of older homes is just, you cannot even find some of these tradespeople to do that type of character in these homes anymore. Um, when it comes to the air quality inside the homes too, that has a lot to do with the actual structure too. So if you have asbestos in the house, not that you have flying asbestos in the house with an older home, but these are the things that you have to be aware of. And also um, the, the air flow of the house. So somehow older houses don't have duct work. Yeah. So when we talk about older houses versus newer houses, these are all the things that if it's still standing, that's one thing that's great, but the quality of what's inside is important as well. I'm not saying that newer homes are any better. Newer homes are very airtight, some of them. And the air quality inside the home is not good. Not to scare you, but to know about all these things before you go and buy a house, it's good for you to know the general for things sure. about it. Yes? And also, especially if you're buying a fixer-upper because you want to save money and say, okay, if I buy an older home, uh, I need to repair it, but there is a lot of things like plumbing, electrical in Canada. If you do have any knob and tube, if you buy a house with knob and tube that is older, you need to remove everything and replace it with new wiring. Yes, and that's because of insurance. Insurance that's will cover correct. The insurance will not uh, be applicable if you have any knob and tube. That's in Canada. Right. However, in yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, however, in Ohio, we don't have to refurbish everything. So if you update the kitchen or the bathroom, you will run a new wiring because you need a GFI um, plug into the bathroom. But if you have uh, no tube running into a bedroom, you don't have to update that wiring. Yeah, so the rules are very the different. Rules are very different. different. Yeah, different areas. So even in Ontario, I can't say across the board, you have to do this or you have to do that. So. Some municipalities have different rules. Yeah, so that's uh, the first thing to check, especially yeah. if the house has not been updated for a long time. And yeah. that is very important. The same, the duct work, as you said, it's very important because remember, older homes, they didn't have uh, air conditioning or furnace. So no. different things. And so some of them have boilers. Yeah, right. you have to figure out where are you going to be putting all of these ducts uh Right, but that's the other thing too. What I was going to say was, if you have a, a home that has a boiler system and you have radiators, that is actually the best type of heat. That you don't have all these, uh, you know, things blowing around in your house. Let's just say with the air quality, what we we're talking about before, when you have a four-star gas system 
and why you have to get your ducts cleaned because of the air quality and the, the, the dust that can collect in them and you're breathing all of that stuff. So with a different heating system, we're getting way <laughs> off yeah. topic, but these yeah. are the things that you should know a little bit about what you're buying and, and if you're okay with that. Um, the other thing too, there's a lot of homes in the GTA that have just electric heat. So they just have baseboards. So what does that uh, equate to with your heating bills? So things like that. And it's not even about, it's not just about that. It's about how do I convert it if it's an older home and I can convert it into a forced air gas. So that's what Araceli was saying about putting the ductwork in. How does it happen? Do Is it worth it? You know, all these things and what kind of quality do I have? Uh, in that home. So the other the other biggest thing that I was going to say about homes that are built um, past, let's say the 1940s and and the and older, mm -hmm. there's something called balloon construction. So it's when when you have a newer home that has two floors. We're talking about houses that have two stories. Uh, usually now the way people build now is wood frame. And then a floor sits on top, and then the second the second story sits on top. So the wood sits on top. Balloon frame is like this, where you have one large piece of wood going through both stories. So as you can tell, when a house ships and things like that, it's quite different. And you have to make sure that if you cut a door in that construction, you want to put a door here or a window, <laughs> you got to think of the weight above. Yeah. So there are all these little things that, you know, if the house is fine the way it is, nobody's touched it in a hundred years. The construction of it should be fine. But if people along the way, which happens quite often, somebody wants to put a window in here, somebody puts a door in here, they want to change, they want to take out a wall on the main floor. That's what we're talking about. Be careful. Yeah. Absolutely. Please be careful. Yeah. So just yeah. be Go ahead. So just to answer the question, it is, is it better or not? It depends a little bit of your expertise or of the homework that you made um, and that you have done your research. And obviously, if you're willing to take on the work, because sometimes it is so in-depth what you have to do that sometimes it's hardly work like it's hardly worth it to do it because of the cost, the permits, the time frame. So you really need to decide, okay, so am I taking this on just to do minor, you know, cosmetic work, which is painting and maybe changing something minor, right? Like right. I having it or something like that. But if you're going to get into more in-depth work, like uh, furnace, or electrical yeah. you know, or adding something uh, that it, it requires permits and maybe it requires to have uh, engineers coming in and look at the structure that could be very it's like it's, it will escalate right so that's what we wanted to put this together just to let you know I love it's you know older homes I that's basically what I do most of the time refurbish those houses but some of them really they are a challenge and remember nobody's living there while I'm doing those repairs and if you're right. planning to live in the house while you're doing repairs it might be very difficult to do so that's the the, the two things now of course newer house 
sometimes they are a little bit more expensive. In my opinion, they're not built as good as they are the older homes, but the older homes have the other challenges that the upgrade is, is, is a little difficult, right? Of so. course. And you know what? If you have very deep pockets, you can make whatever home into whatever you want it of to be. Of course, of course, absolutely. So, yeah, but knowing, you know, talk, like this is the thing, I, I think we both love older homes. There are benefits to newer homes too. Uh, just the modern, the modernality of them. That yeah. there's proper wiring. You don't have to do as much upgrades. The structure itself. I mean, there's there's time, right? So time plays on both things. So yeah. as long as you have your professionals that are with you and they can give you the information that you really uh, need to know <laughs> before you buy, depending on what you want to do. Yeah. Just then spend a little bit of time planning. That is basically what this show is about because I prefer to refurbish a, an older home. But sometimes there is so much work that it's just not even worth it. Just tear down the house and build a new one. That is- You know what? Yeah. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence because I love I newer homes. It's less to me I than- like Yeah, and the, the homes that I've seen and obviously uh, newer homes do, uh, bring in a little bit more money than uh let's say the neighbor house only because uh people want newer houses like that's the thing you see this nice bright shiny it's like a car you want to buy a new car you know there's a lifespan on it so why not spend the extra money on a house that you don't have to worry about it exactly worry about it that's right you know, that <laughs> so, so that's basically the summary. hard to say hard to say yeah so the summary is do your homework um if you love older houses, it's possible, but take a look at all the items that you want to upgrade. Maybe the house is just perfect the way it is and you just want to repaint it. But okay. hire those professionals before you make the commitment and the investment. Absolutely. That is the best advice that you can give us, Colette. So that's great. Yay. Okay. So if you're thinking about buying an older home, uh, let us know. Um, you know, we can give you our opinion and see but you can do with it. So, yeah. Okay. One last thing too, when you buy an older home, sometimes there are things in the wall that you either can benefit from <laughs> like a pile of money. There, there's lots oh, of stories in there. They, people stash money in the, you know, anyway, not to, not to get, that's a whole other I haven't show. found that yet. I did find a, a, an old TV in one of the walls when I tear down it, they put a, a an old TV and some furniture and stuff like, I don't know what they did and they closed it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? You never know. Hopefully nothing bad, but yeah, I found, I found very old posters, old wallpaper. It's interesting. The history behind some older homes, it's really quite fascinating. So that that's another thing too, to, to keep the history alive. And if it's a house, that's a century home that might have value other than, the actual build, you know, if there's something historical yeah. about it, that's a whole other show as well. Yeah, so just <laughs> make that. sure that if you have refurbished another home and you found something interesting, please comment below. We would yeah, love to know what you found. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Colette. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye.